0: The land of opportunity, a capitalistic haven, the land of money trees and endless, endless opportunities. A free market, they say. I mean, it's easy, right? Starting a business, like, it's easy. <laughs> you're smart, you're motivated, you wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Carino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. It takes as long as the bureaucrats make it take to get an LLC, sign up for a business checking account, secure the social media handle and domain name, shout from the rooftops and boom, you've fucking done it. You've started a business. But are you in business? Like really in it? Because starting a business is one thing, being in business is another. Some call it semantics. I see it as the difference between working for yourself and needing a side hustle. We can debate all day long, and maybe one day we will. But for now, if there's one thing I know for sure, it's that becoming a business owner isn't for the couch potatoes or the dish pilers or the procrastinators. It ain't for the faint of heart. So if you're feeling a little scared, it's natural. It's how you deal with the fear that makes or breaks you. Now, let's start a business. I want to get something out of the way to save me time and to save you time. If you are lazy, if you are filled with fear, I'm going to shoot it straight with you. You may not be a fit for this. If you have little to no risk tolerance, if you don't like working weekends, if you're incapable of managing stress, you're probably not a fit for this. It's terrifying to start a business. It requires blood, sweat, and tears. But if it's in your heart, if you're being called to do this, then what the hell are you waiting for? Have you ever had those experiences where you see something available for sale in a store and you're like, damn, I totally thought of that idea once. And then you're like, I knew it was a good idea. I should have looked into it. Yeah, it's a double-edged feeling. On one hand, you feel validated because you shared the same idea and it's legit. On the other hand, you're thinking of the missed opportunity. Maybe because you're lazy. Maybe because you didn't have money or time or whatever. A couple ideas I had were the emergency kits that are sold in like little boutique stores now and they have everything you need for a wedding night or a night out. And as soon as I saw it in store, I was like, damn it, I thought of that. Or a dating app for investing. We thought, this is amazing. Swipe left or swipe right if you're looking for a deal, if you have a deal, matchmaking, chatting in the comments. Moral of the story is, if you want something, act on it. Because if you don't, someone else will. When asked about his path to founding Amazon, Jeff Bezos says, I knew that if I failed, I wouldn't regret that. But I knew the one thing I might regret is not trying. If you wait and putz around, you're delaying your opportunity to be first to market and the first to educate the market dominates the market, as Gary V says. Okay, so how do you actually know if becoming a business owner is right for you? What kind of questions do you need to ask yourself and reflect on before you commit to this? One common theme that I've noticed about many successful business owners and entrepreneurs is that they knew themselves, right? They know who they are. They're aware of their risk tolerance, their ability to grind, and their work ethic. They're not comfortable with just collecting a paycheck. So ask yourself, are you okay not knowing where the next paycheck is coming from? Are you okay not having every answer? Are you okay with feeling alone, with paying other people's salaries and having others rely on you to feed their families? How willing are you to go through some shit? Right? Sounds dramatic, but this is real life. Are you ready to have work dreams? I'm serious about this. You have to be motivated. You have to know your why. Cliche to say, I know. But there's a reason people become successful when they identify their why. A common why is becoming a mother or a father. Having a child changes people. It can refocus them. But your why is specific to you. If you don't have a cause, it's going to be hard to get through the suck. To do the things you don't want or don't like to do just to make ends meet to get up on those early mornings or work late nights and maybe to give up some of your social life you know your motivation is what gets you through this maybe it's stacking cash buying real estate traveling owning fancy cars or clothes jewelry whatever it is that's up to you but you need something you're not becoming a business owner because everyone else is and you have FOMO are you? No, this has to come from your heart. So many people start their businesses as a solution to a problem that they need solving in their own life. Like I'm a mom who needs to open the car seat, but I have long nails. So they invent this little machine that helps open kids strollers and seats, right? And that's how it comes about. Or my favorite, right? They start their own business because they're sick and tired of the man right? Because there's no way they can or will continue to work for someone else, anyone else. They hate being under someone's thumb. They hate grinding it out, working late, missing friends and family functions, and this and that for somebody else's dream. Nah, at some point, you're going to decide whether you're willing to go through hell and back for someone else or if you're gonna do it for yourself. Like we've talked about before, your motivations should align with your business. It should align with how you wanna structure your day and your life. I only wanted to work between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So I work towards building my business around my ideal schedule. I work to align my motivations with my business. Take it from me, you absolutely need to be aligned from head to heart. Heart to motivations and your business operations. They all need to be in alignment. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I say that all the time, but business is much like a boxing match or a boxing career. You have to be able to push through the pain, through the ups and downs. You have to be able to bite down on your mouth guard and make it happen. And I think sports is a great metaphor for business, as well as a great way for children to learn grit and determination as they grow up. And I can't tell you how important my athletic experience is for my youth. And they've helped me grow my business and manage a team effectively and learn really how to get through shit and doing things you don't want to do, right? Nobody wanted to run Pacers, but you got to do it, right? And that's when we learn those lessons as kids and we can take them into our adult life, especially our business life. Something that we can't go without addressing is your risk aversion. It's okay to have a little risk aversion or more more risk aversion. What's important is that you know what level your risk tolerance is. There's already a baseline of inherent risk, but what, in addition to that, are you willing to take on? What's plan B? Have you even thought about it? Are you ready for the harsh realities of becoming a business owner? Are you ready to fail? To lose friends and family along the way. Are you ready to see the true colors of people who you thought had your back? Are you ready to spend more money than you have maybe ever or thought you'd need? Are you ready to feel overwhelmed, self doubt, imposter syndrome, have sleepless nights? I mean, there have been times when I've literally looked myself in the mirror and said, What the F am I doing? Like, really, what am I doing? And all of these feelings are okay. They're normal. They're actually good for you. They'll teach you to push through and to learn your own heart and passion and character and what you're truly willing to do to make it happen. Because if you are willing to do those things and fight through those obstacles, then the life of an entrepreneur may just be for you. But buyer beware. You'll end up quitting your nine to five so that you can work a five to nine right? So you need to know how willing you are to push, how many times you're willing to fail or be told no. You need to know how risk averse you are. And what is your biggest fear surrounding all of this? Do you have a plan B or is this a burn the ship situation? Who's on your team? What support do you need? Are you alone? Do you need to raise capital to get started? And what's the exit plan? Hey, it's Isabel. Thanks for listening to the Young Boss Podcast. I recently wrote a book called Young Boss, and it's filled with top tips I've learned over the years on how to survive and thrive in business. Pre-order your copy now by heading to the link in the podcast description. Now back to the show. Raising capital to start your business is a big risk. You always need to overestimate what you're going to need. Literally, if you think you need $100,000 to start, raise $200,000 because you'd rather be safe than sorry. Overcapitalization is like the biggest key to starting a business. I spend a lot of time talking about entrepreneurship and I truly don't want or mean to diminish the value and benefits of a traditional W-2 employment. Everybody is different. And thankfully there's employment types for everybody and for every situation. I am seriously grateful for that. But one of the things you'll have to think about as you begin to tinker with becoming an entrepreneur are the pros and cons, the benefits and the non-benefits. You'll have to compare that with what you have at your current, Current role Because when you decide to work for yourself, there's many things not even related to the business you conduct that you'll have to pay for and do on your own, like health insurance, retirement, saving for taxes, amongst many other things. And listen, there's no shame in climbing the corporate ladders. I have plenty of friends who are doing it, making great money and living their best lives. There is definitely something to be said about achieving VP, director or C-suite roles because many of those positions are affordable similar flexibility as entrepreneurs. And ultimately, you're going to decide what's best for you and your situation, and that's what matters. You have one life to live, and it's yours to design it the way you want. You get to create your story. You can't change the past, but you can design the future. So the question really is, whose dreams are you making a reality? Your dream or their dream? And I have an idea if you're listening to this podcast that maybe working a W-2 isn't for you. Either you're wanting to start your own business, or you You already have, and that's why you're here right now. It's something that's in your heart and soul. And if that's not you, then that's okay. But really, I'm talking to those people who want to become young bosses. There's this quote I've heard that summarizes procrastination to a T. And it says, if there was no deadline, nothing would get done. And I felt that. But working up to a deadline is not always the best course of action. All that to say procrastination can be a major pitfall for new business owners. You're not used to having complete control of your day. You're not used to being the only one holding yourself accountable. Maybe you're not using your time as effectively as you could be. Whatever it is, you need a plan. What steps do you need to take to execute your business? It could be a variety of things depending on what your business is, but it could be, you know, securing a loan or capital, viewing real estate, building a website, completing your brand identity, patenting your product, It really anything. You need to write it all down and you need to know where to go and what to do to make this work. Organize your list. Heck, you could even have ChatGPT help you organize and prioritize. I'm serious. It's amazing if you haven't tried it out. Build timelines, budgets, roles, and responsibilities, maybe partners and networks. And yeah, it sounds like a lot, right? It's because it is I'll repeat myself, this is not for the faint of heart. And we can't forget about that why, your purpose. When you're having tough days, when you're going through it, it's your why that you'll come back to. And it's what will keep you going. I want to tell you a story about my friend. She's opening her first Botox and IV studio in Scottsdale. And I'm so proud of her. I remember when she first told me, and it was simply an idea, a dream. And then the next time we chatted, she was looking at locations. And the next time she was renovating and designing, and then it was Done, and she was having her grand opening. She took the bull by the horns and made it happen because she had a plan. She knew what was next, and next, and next, and after that, and she stuck with it and didn't stop until it was finished. She stayed within her budget and timelines, and she completed the project early unheard of, I know. But one thing I really loved about her journey was every time I saw her along the way, she would ask me for recommendations for interior designers or video editors or whatever it was. And I was pleased to help her because she was actually taking action. Now on the same token, I have other friends who for years have been telling me that they want to start a business and they want to do something big. And every single time, you know, we, we hang out, whether it's been three months or nine months, you guessed it, no progress. And I ask them all the time, what's their plan of action? And it's nothing. What's their why? They can't think of one. I mean, come on, just stop talking about, you know, wanting to do it at that point. You're not going to do the work and no one's going to do it for you. You have to be willing to put in the work, time and effort. And it's going to take a lot. No one will ever just hand you the keys and give you a free ride or a leg up. You know, never asking for help, never taking advice, never moving forward. You're never going to start a business. You'll be a desk jockey for the rest of your life because you can't even answer honestly with yourself about how bad you want it. Like we've talked about before, you need support. Nobody executes ideas and operates businesses on their own. Even Jesus had 12 followers or whatever we want to call them, in this case, coworkers, right? Whether it's full-time employees, contractors, friends, families, industry partners, collaborators, or mentors, you'll need to find the right balance of all of these to hold yourself accountable, to feel supported, and to make your dreams a reality. Remember, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with And during this process, you want to make sure to surround yourself with individuals who you can trust, who are amazing at what they do, and who want to see you succeed. During your journey, it's important to continue to grow, learn, and evolve. Reach out to people in your industry that you look up to. You'd be surprised at how many people want to help young movers and shakers. They're really eager to share their information with others who are grinding and visibly putting in the work. And, you know, like my friend who opened the spa and she was getting it done, I was more and more inclined to invest my time, share my network with her because I knew she was going to represent herself and myself well during her collaborations with my network. Don't forget about contractors. Freelancers and contractors give you an opportunity to tap into highly skilled professionals to help with projects along the way. From marketing to remodeling and everything in between, build that network because that's a two-lane highway and you get what you give. Talk about your why. Remember, it could be anything to make yourself proud in resentment of others, to make your friends and family proud, to accomplish and succeed at something challenging, right? To be your best in your specific field, to give something back to your kids, whatever it is. Honestly, it can just be about the money. I don't know how long that will last you. I think a deeper why will help, but some people are passionate about making money and they find many ways that they can do it. So have your why right? Whether it's passion, money, anything in between, but you better know why you're doing what you're doing. It's important to have a strong motivation because this shit will get tough. And if you're not inspired by your bigger goal, by your why, you're going to have a hell of a time getting through the valleys and you'll probably celebrate every peak way too hard. So stay focused. We all know the quote, don't talk about it, be about it. And that's real. And funny how all these cliche sayings are true. It must be why they're cliche, right? But when you think of one person you look up to, think of someone notable. Do you look at them and just think that everything was so easy for them? Do you think that Steve Jobs had it easy as he started Apple or Bill Gates or Jack Dempsey or whoever the heck it is? You know, do you think the small business owner of your favorite apparel brand had an easy time trying to start their business? Absolutely not. And nothing, I repeat, nothing happens by chance and nobody gets lucky. Well, some things truly are lucky, but the key to success in business is not luck. And most people who have experienced luck had put themselves in the right situations to get there. And I'm not sure what we call that luck, right? Our success is the product of our determination and hard work and ability to put up with negative and distracting thoughts. Our success is the product of the person who grinds it out, who shows up every day, who accepts the lows and embraces the highs. Success is reserved for the people who choose to be 1% better every day, for the people who refuse to let their thoughts consume them, and for the people who refuse to let anybody define them. Remember, you are who you are you think you are. And you are to them what they think you are. If you're an imposter, you're likely an imposter. You choose. Someone once told me that the definition of hell is on your last day on earth, right? Meeting the person you could have become. If this is you, don't hold back. Go for it. With how influential and curated social media and the sharing of our lives has become, building a business and being a small business owner can be deceiving. Most people are not sharing the suck. They're not sharing the realities, the struggles, the ups and downs of the grind, of the process. And I understand because it's ugly. We know that. So remember that. When you're starting your business, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have to grind it out and work your ass off. But it's so, so, so worth it. Make a plan. Outline your goals. Build your network, you know, and suss out your supporters, and then go build your empire. You can truly do anything. It's up to you and you're the only person that's truly in your way. I'll see you at the top. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. And let me know, is something holding you back in business? I want to hear from you. Remember, youth is your power.